Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to Geek Vibes Live. Hey, it's Dean Kane. You may know me as uh, a superhero or two or four. Uh, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Yes, kind of, sort of. You are listening to a product of Geek Vibes Nation, but it is not Geek Vibes Live. You're listening to an all-new show created by all of us, including the panelists that I have here, um, called Geeks Against the Grain. Uh, this show is going to be about us taking on movies that majority of the fan base loves that maybe we hated, or movies we hated but majority of the fan base loves. Uh, and if our conversation, or rather, Chris, Leo, and um, Isaac's conversation is any indication of this show's future, we will have plenty of ideas for episodes going forward. Uh, Stay tuned, but this episode, welcome to Geeks Against the Grain, episode one, Man of Steel. Now, the reason we're starting with Man of Steel, two reasons. One, a lot of people did not like this movie, a lot. Shockingly to me, a lot of people did not like this movie. Now, what I was confused about was, Chris, was it you or Isaac that said you did not like Man of Steel? I, I like Man of Steel. I love Me, Man of Steel. I, I didn't I like it Man of Steel. at first. <laughs> okay, so it was you, Isaac. I, I thought so. I, I thought it was you that was very, very definitive on you not being a fan of that movie. Um, I've honestly have watched it like maybe 30 times since our last conversation about it. Um, <laughs> just, to, Jeez. just to try to oh. see if I could find where where it was like yeah go ahead i'm sorry i'm sorry i was gonna say like i can see why you wouldn't like the film 
if you have a certain viewpoint of uh, of comic books or movies or how you think Superman should be or, or what have you, I can see the other side of the fence. But for me personally, I think it's a beautiful film that should be studied. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I, I even think top to bottom, especially visually. Visually, and oh, yeah, visually I, I am one of those rare anything. people... I'm one of those rare people that actually do feel as though it was a, a really good um, written movie. Uh, very good it written movie. Yeah, it was, a, um, it was decent. Yeah. yeah. Um, so since we only have an hour together for a little over an hour, let's not drag our feet. Let's get right into this. I'm going to just start off really quickly. Then I'm going to go to you, Isaac, for you to begin to tell us why you did not like Man of Steel. But before you get into that, let me just say cool. – I have learned uh, since kind of getting into the whole world of, of, of this being a geek and a nerd um, of like really studying it. Cause I've obviously been a fan of it since I was a kid, but actually studying uh, mm-hmm. the artistry of it. I've learned yeah. that a lot of people, um, they get really upset when the character doesn't properly translate from what they've seen or read uh, for years. Um, and the one thing I can say is I like directors that are not afraid to completely bend uh, the reality of what we assume the character is supposed to be. Um, yeah. I thought that coming out of the gate, making Superman uh, somewhat of a sympathy figure in dark, uh, I thought was brilliant. Because it was, a, yeah. it was a side of Superman. It gave me the same feel that I had. When I'll argue brothers. with you, like, it wasn't that dark, for crying out loud. No, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I don't think it was realistic. No, 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 he by no means. Whiny. He wasn't a dark no, no, Superman. No, 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 no. He was no, in a dark when world. When I say dark. That was his point. When that I was his dark, burden. Yeah. When I, when I say dark, I'm not saying he turned into Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker. I mean, yeah. not the cookie cutter. Uh, it's not the cookie cutter Superman we've seen oh, for yeah. years. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's a yeah. darker version of the Superman we've all seen throughout our childhood. Um, and what what I I, I well, love that read he the comic, liberty. He's gotten dark no, way know, before I, 2013. Like, no, I agree, but unfortunately, a lot of people's introduction to Superman is purely off of either the show or the movie. And that's um, where all the backlash comes from. Superman if comics. people, if people did some research, I bet you half the backlash could be cut in half. Oh well, I think you they could have understood. Almost every, you could say that oh, about yeah. almost yeah. everything Zack Snyder introduced were, in the DCEU. Um, no. I mean, I felt the same uh-huh. way. I don't know if I can say that. About I felt the same way that <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm just no. saying based off characters, just characters, yeah. not not actual movies, just characters. Um, mm. that there's different sides of these characters throughout their arc. Like Batman, people were like, oh, my God, Batman doesn't kill people. And I'm like, uh, n- no. There's nah, a guy he named, started uh, off uh, killing people. Like, what are you talking nah, about? He the guy he named Arden, he is definitely <laughs> man. Yeah, well, he no. killed people. Well, he killed people. What, what Zach was basing it off of was the Dark Knight Returns, which was a very yeah. dark, brooding, and very yeah, violent Batman. I love um, that comic. So very brooding. So I like that Zach looked at what Marvel was doing and how like rainbowy Marvel was was at that time before Man of Steel came out, um, and decided to create a world that was not only more grounded and realistic, um, mm-hmm. but was kind of like a mirror, like it was like the reflection of what Marvel was doing. It was like Marvel was showing 
that we can be happy and stuff, still have consequences, but at the end of the day, the good guy always always wins. Um, and I loved how DC was like, well, not DC, let me say, Zach was like, how about I flip that on Infinity War. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, it only yeah. took 10, 12 years to get to it, so, but... And that's Zach what makes Snyder Infinity War so great, it. because it didn't happen in the first three films of the DC, of the MCU. So, yeah. No, I, I, I understand, but... I did like that Zach decided to flip it on its head and start mm-hmm. by having a movie like Man of Steel, follow it up with uh, BVS that ends with Superman dying, um, and then give us yeah. a movie like Justice League that, you know, was maybe not the greatest film, but it, it kind of tried to revamp and kind of lighten up the tone, um, but they couldn't find a, a place in the middle. But I've said way too much. I'm sorry, Isaac. Isaac, I want to go to you. Everyone else, just kind of let Isaac flow so he's done, then I'll kind of kick it around to everybody. Um, Isaac, tell us in the audience listening why you did not like Man of Steel. I will. Um, I, yeah, no, don't worry. I was letting you guys gush all over because I'm about to get all mean. Um, I guess for um, – okay, just a quick thing. Um, am, I, am I allowed to drop F-bombs on this channel or not? Oh my God! Uh, you're gonna yeah. f-bomb this? <laughs> I mean, if if you feel the the need to, by, by all means, go ahead. Okay, cool. I won't make it excessive. I just needed to know that. <laughs> oh, damn. not a problem. Um, cool. So, Man of Steel. All right. So, what is really big for me about the DC universe? is I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of look at DC characters in the same light that I've seen like serial killers and psychopaths. I know they're all about hero heroism and glory and, and doing good things and they're superheroes, but I see them through more of a psychological lens than I lend to Marvel. So I like seeing what's interesting about characters and I completely agree with your first statement, Jerome, that Zack Snyder did something different. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, to throw down Jack, Zack Snyder because he did something different. In fact, I've been begging for gritty, dark superhero movies since I considered Watchmen. And I was like, man, this is great. But what I saw in Man of Steel was not so much a dark but realistic rise of the league. The Man of Steel film was supposed to be the jumpstart for the DCEU. And we all know for a fact that it ain't Green Lantern because we don't even count Green Lantern's existence, much less its credibility in the DCEU. Oh, my God. We saw that uh, crash together. That should just – Yeah, no, we did. We saw it on the night it came out. Green Lantern was supposed to start the DCEU originally, I think. I don't, I'm not going to count. Uh, I don't think so. It what? seemed like a standalone rather than a connected universe. They tried I to think do they the were post-credit thing, but... I, 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 like, they I were trying can... to experiment with more movies, but I don't think they were trying to make the, the expanding universe until after Man of Steel came out. I'm pretty sure they weren't really too interested in no, that. No, I think because of the bomb, they got Zach in there and said, okay, Zach, do your thing for Man of Steel. Yeah. Because they, they tried yeah. to jumpstart it. It didn't really work. I mean, it's not – I don't think they publicly came out and said, this is the start of the DCEU. I think they wanted Green Lantern to be an Iron Man. 
but it didn't work out. Oh, gotcha. Uh, oh, I, I see what you it. mean. And they never really talked about it. But I wrote, I wrote an article explaining how everyone thinks Man of Steel started. And it really did, but not in the sense, not with Green Lantern being added to it. But I don't think Zach even knew he was going to do a trilogy when he did Man of Steel. I really don't. It doesn't, they don't line up, yeah. but keep going. I'm sorry. That's for another, that's for another okay. rant. Um, but keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah wait good. Oh, I heard that's something oh, worth talking about, too. Um, so... So, yeah, so with all that in mind, I'm pretty sure, let's just say for the sake of argument, that Man of Steel was meant to start with DCE. Yeah, so, yeah I agree. Go ahead. This was a bad start, and the reason being okay. is because I have no idea what you all, what all, what any of y'all are talking about <laughs> when you make Superman the, sympath- the sympathetic God character, the God allegory, the Jesus allegory. For Christ's sake, he was, when he was out in space, he did the he did the God pose. He did the crucifixion pose. That's not subtle. First of all, secondly, Can I say that's not thing? my big issue. Sure. I mean, he definitely was like they've up been like Jesus Christ and Superman, but they've been Jesus Christ and Superman since his existence. It's all I'm over not debating history. that. So yeah, I mean, you kind of have to expect some Jesus imagery. But you're right; it it, it was all over the place, though. I'm sorry. Well, it's all I over mean, the place, but that's not my issue. Beginning. Hold on. Let me say something. Uh, it kind of was okay. said reference in the beginning when Jor-El said he's going to be a god to them. So it was already kind of foreshadowed in that sense. Like there's going to be some very religious things going on with Superman, but continue. Yeah. That's kind of my problem, though, is they made him a sympathetic Christ figure, given absolutely no reason. From the very beginning of the film – Jonathan Kent is consistently telling Superman not to use his powers for fear of exposure. Jonathan Kent believes the world is not ready for Clark's powers and the, and the arise of Superman. No one is, no one is prepared for metahumans yet. It's but scary. He, it, well, he it will does lead him tell to... him. My bad, man. Keep going. Oh, it's okay. Um, so, for instance, there are many reasons why... Clark doesn't want to expose himself, but mostly it's because his dad told him to. He's, he said that there would be a fear of him being ridiculed. They didn't want him to, be, to have a bad life. They just wanted him to grow up normally. Well, let's say that bus of kids. The bus of kids goes down the water. Clark's there. Fuck it. He's going to go save him. And his dad gets mad at him. He's like, why are you booing me, dad? I'm right. And he's like, dude, you could have exposed yourself. And he looks at his dad and goes, hey, what was I going to let him, what was I going to do? Let the kids drown? And Jonathan Kent is kind of like, absolutely no reason to want his powers. Later on, Jonathan Kent dies. Because to be, to be there fair, were 25 or so people looking at him. Right. Hold on, hold, hold on, guys. Let, let, let Isaac finish, and then I'll go to you and Leo so you guys can kind of rebuttal to what he's saying. Let him kind of <clears throat> finish it out. Um, so we got Jonathan Kent, and he's dying. Now, he doesn't he, – he spends an hour of the movie, a half of the movie, basically refusing the call. He doesn't want to be a hero. It arises to him. He's thrust upon it. He didn't want it in the first place. It's easier to stay home. It's easier to trust in what your dad tells you. It's easier to go with what you've been taught your entire life rather yes. than to go against exactly. the grain, no pun intended. 
You, and, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, go against the grain and be the hero. Now, you get the it. Ultimate, you get it. Yeah. The ultimate problem it. is that when Zod comes up, he's like, ah, oh, shit. I have to kill Zod. And it happens. And there's nothing he could have done. That isn't his fault. But at the cost of hundreds of possibly thousands of lives in the crossfire, they're going through buildings the entire time. He doesn't care about the collateral damage. He cares just a little bit. But why do we care that he cares now when he didn't want to do it before? He spent a good three-fourths of the movie basically saving people, but, man, really wishing he hadn't because things get more complicated as time goes on. And this is when I come to my ultimate problem with Man of Steel and the DCEU. This was a crappy start because Superman is envisioned to be the ideal. He is what everyone wanted to be. He, Superman is what brought people out of their depressions in the 50s because they saw this chiseled Superman who can do anything, anyone, and save the day at any time. This dude is not that to me. He is contradictory to his own belief system. He then tells the U.S. government to sit and spin, basically saying, I can do whatever I want. You're not going to follow me. You're not going to do anything to me. And all you have to do is trust in my godlike power that I won't kill you. Take a hike. That doesn't read as a very benevolent character to me, and that's how they try to paint him Later on, Batman sees him in a xenophobic way, wants to kill him, ends up not doing it because of a mommy complex. And then he creates, <laughs> he makes Superman into a martyr two movies later. It didn't line yeah. up. It lines up with no more of the DC's philo- DCEU's philosophies, and it's a really big mess. But that's my only real problem with it. So well, I'm going to to you guys. What do you think? Well, before I pass it to Chris uh, and and Leo, let me just say, as far as the God complex, I did like what Zach was doing there. I like that Zach was trying to show us that um, how, like, if you look at celebrities and the power we give celebrities, picture if someone had superpowers. We would idolize them like a God. Uh, And he was kind of pointing out on how, how possibly dangerous that could be how we see someone that does something we can't do on a higher level of, of, of life, and we're willing to just give everything to them, not actually sit down, figure out what they're about, what their true purpose is, you know, what they're capable of. We're just willing to buy in. Um, and that's kind of on a lower level what we do with celebrities. I mean, look how many people invest in the Kim Kardashian and, all these other people, and it's just like, wait, why? Like, why are we making her famous? I, I, I don't get it. So what Zach was trying to show was, picture a world where, picture the life that you, that you know right now. Then picture if someone like a Superman just landed tomorrow. You're telling me that you don't think, I'm not saying you, but the world wouldn't just bow and be at his mercy because we technically it's, do it to celebrities now. We're, we'll lose our minds. We'll go, we'll be so scared shitless. We won't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, be, all I'm saying is, if if you look at it on a smaller level, you have people that would 
wait outside till like six in the morning to go see someone who's popping up for like five minutes to sign autographs. Like think about the insane things we do for people who are the same as us. They just have a better, a better living than we do. And we idolize them. Zach was trying to show this is what we would, this is exactly what we would do as a people if a guy like Superman was real. And then kind of the arc that Superman went through, I thought took too far of a biblical, uh, a biblical sense, the whole him dying, then being resurrected. Like, that I didn't buy, but the idea of the God complex to where you had the lady reaching her arms out as she was on the roof, and, you know, there was a huge flood around it. And then you just see the image of Superman, like this, this holy figure, and then when he's in the crowd, and they're all just weirdly touching all over him. I, I get what Zach was trying to insinuate there, um, and I kind of thought that was that was really well done. But I, if, if you're saying with Bob... That wasn't Man of Steel, though. That was BBS. No, that was that was BBS, right? Um, but if you if you're saying what kind of bothered you was the whole death and then kind of resurrection kind of thing, that I I don't blame you, and I know it's not Man of Steel, but it, it's a branch off the same tree. Um, yeah. If you're saying the whole culmination of it, it is kind of what bothered you. But to me, that aspect in Man of Steel, the whole idea of um, what they were building Superman up to be. I really appreciated uh, what, what Zach did in, in that instance. But before I go any further into my thoughts, um, Leo, I'll start with you. Just kind of break down a few of what I, a few things of what Isaac was saying, and kind of just your rebuttal to it. Um, like I want to continue a little bit the conversation of the God complex. Uh, it, it's kind of like you were saying. This paints a great picture of how this will look in the real world. Like I feel like. Me, personally, if a Superman landed tomorrow, you know, I would have no idea what to do. Um, and that's kind of how a lot of those people were. Right, uh, right. What, what's, good what about, what's, what's good about BVS, though, um, is that it does show you how people have started to trust Superman. And that does look more like a worship and a kind of idolized, a more figurine, idol version of this character. I just think that Zach really does a good job of saying, okay, Superman's in your world now. How are you guys reacting? And he paints that picture very well in this film. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to say, man, uh, initially I was not into it either. I thought the second act was pretty much a snooze fest. Um, I, was, I was not too into Superman until recently when I started reading some of his comics, but I was, I was the same as you, man. I was like, this is, I mean, it's a drag, but I, I went back and watched it recently, and I love what Zack Snyder does with it. And you can't tell me that, A, that final battle with Dodd wasn't, like, amazing. Yes, in a storytelling sense, he is breaking buildings, but, I mean, so are the Avengers. Um, yeah. He just I just those buildings. He I know, I know all he's of... demolishing all of the buildings, but, but dude, <laughs> Zakovia. They drove Right. The city. I don't give them a pass for Sokovia. <laughs> I don't give the Avengers well, no I pass. Mean, yeah, man. Right. I mean, right. Like, right. Man, you, you can't tell me that final battle wasn't a spectacle, my man. No, it was, the biggest, it was, it was I thought it was cool. And hold on, hold on. I want to ask you something, Isaac. Um, sure. Zod as a villain, 
what did you think of him and just kind of like how he was, how his motive, like, what did you think of Zod? So before I've never been to Zod. Um, now let me say, if there were anyone else to play Zod, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'd pick anyone other than Michael Shannon. I'm just going to go ahead and, and say that right. Like right now. Um, I think Michael yeah, Shannon did Michael. pretty dope. Agreed. Um, yeah, that's very good. I, yeah. I mean, he's, that man's intensity is like unmatched. Um, <laughs> so I will probably think he played Zod pretty well too. Yeah. So, yeah. Hold on. Okay. He played Zod pretty well. So you think he played Zod really well? I mean, yeah. doesn't that help the movie in such a strong way? He's like one of the best comic book on screen villains we've seen, my man. Like, I, I want to compare. I, I want to bring you into Zod a little bit and just kind of almost compare him a little bit to Killmonger, where Killmonger had a kind of motive that you could sort of see, but they were taking it too far. He just wanted to restart okay, okay. Krypton, where it's like, okay, okay. I, I get that, like, but yeah. Superman was more opposed to being like, well, why don't, don't we just do it with the humans? Huh? Hmm. The best villains don't think what they're doing is wrong. Yeah, and, and Zod saw it as that's completely right. He was, by the matter of yeah. fact, he was like he was justified one hundred percent. Yeah, and He's actually, like, he was well? bred to protect his. Right. Exactly. He was genetically engineered to do what he just to do what he had to do and do what he did. Exactly. And, well, and a villain my, like my that, you're not saying, saying a villain like that. that uh, with the uh, the the end battle was, you have to look at it from what Zach the story Zach was trying to tell you. Zach was trying to tell you that at 2 o'clock, Superman found out that not only was this, did he come from, like, this different planet and everything, but there were more people like him. Then at 2.30, you're asking this guy to suit up and save the entire world. Save the entire world. If someone asked me, like, hey, five minutes, can you do me a favor? Can you, like, just save the world? I'm pretty sure I'd level a city, too. I have no idea how to use my powers. I have no idea how strong I am. I have no idea how strong he is, so I could completely understand that I almost leveled a city. I've never tested my powers before. Didn't even really know that to to an extent. He didn't even know he could fly. Didn't even know he could fly. So I completely understand. I completely understand what Zach was trying to paint. He was painting the the picture of the kids outside of that one truck scene where he just completely like the dopest thing I've ever seen someone try to do in an act of revenge, um, completely destroying that guy's uh, truck. But outside of that, he's never had to actually use his strength. So he had no idea that he could punch that was so a hard they could go effect, through a building. That was, that was right. not yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, was. That was real. Uh, yeah. Wow. Heck yeah. So he's never, he's never experienced, like, he, he didn't know he could punch someone so hard they can go through a building. Like, he didn't know that. So the Zach showing that someone becoming a hero that quickly, that realistically is what would happen. Like, I think watching Iron Man, like, seeing these two huge robotic suits go at it, and there was, like, not much damage, I was like, that's not really practical. Like, neither one of these guys have ever had to use their suit, respectively, against someone in another suit. So it's like, all right, when you do, you're telling me there's not that much damage? Like, I, I didn't understand that. E- even though I have no problems against Iron Man, uh, the first Iron Man, I'm just saying it wasn't realistic. I loved how Superman was like, all right, 
this is what it would be like if you had someone who's never used powers before have to go up against someone who is a veteran at using his powers but cares nothing about about the destruction of a town or, or, or a, a city or whatever. So I love that he painted that picture. And then I loved how he went into Superman has always, you know, we know him in the comics and in the shows and the movies, has always lived by a code of never killing. So when faced in a moment to where he has to either kill or let someone die, I like that Zach put him in an in a uncomfortable situation of at that split second you had to make a decision. And that's the decision that he made. And that's the decision he had to live with. So I, I really appreciate everything Zach is trying to paint with that character. I honestly don't think Zach is the guy you should have ever had make a Superman movie. But the fact that he did, and I feel as though did it so well, I just I, I give that guy so much credit. He definitely should have, when DCEU wanted to restart the, you know, well, build a, a universe, it definitely should have had Zach be Batman. I, I don't know who thought him doing Superman was a good idea. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> I really think what he was trying to paint, and last thing, and I'm going to pass it to you, Chris. I'm sorry. Um, I sorry. love the scene where his dad told him, don't do it. Don't do it. And the reason why I love that is, as a parent, your job is to make sure your child has the best possible life. He knew that if he, saved, if he saved him, everyone would know who he was, what he was. And we live in a golden era to where everyone has cell phones, everyone can record it. He knew that once that happened, Clark would never be able to live out the rest of his life as a normal person. Like, that would not be a decision he could make for himself. Like, right, think about it. Right, he wouldn't have the opportunity Superman, to do that. Exactly. Right, him make becoming Superman, right, him yeah. becoming Superman was a decision he made. It wasn't something like, hey, all right, well, now you have to do it. Like, no one forced him into that. He decided, you know, after talking to his father, that's what he wanted to do. But if he had saved his dad at that moment, he would have had no choice. Uh, his, his childhood would have been taken away from him. He wouldn't have been able – well, actually, he wasn't shot. I'm sorry. I, I'm lying. I'm confusing that with the bus scene. He was, he was older. I apologize. He was older. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm mixing that. But it, it, uh, he just wasn't – his father didn't feel as though he was ready to make that decision. Um, so he took, took a bullet the same way if a car was coming, you know, you would hope that your parent without thinking would just, if they couldn't save you and, and themselves would jump right in front of it. Um, that's what his father was trying to do to save his son from something he knew, uh, he couldn't come back from. Uh, so I appreciate, I appreciated what Zach was trying to do there, but Chris, I'm sorry. I felt like I've taken like so much time talking. Um, Chris, what are your thoughts? on everything Isaac said, everything me and Leo said, and just your thoughts on Man of Steel? Um, uh, every, everything that he said, I, I, I see his point. You know, like, I don't disagree. Um, I look at it from all those perspectives, but I also, I'm a, I'm a filmmaker and, like, just a film fan, and there's just so many things about that film production-wise for me that just boost why I love it so much. I, I can understand all the negatives and the positives, but for me, I just think that uh, the the just the arc and the way that they you know they shot it, everything like that. Um, just to get into like the film side of it for a little bit, um, it it encapsulated I think everything you need. It had a decent story, great acting, great visuals, and a great soundtrack. I mean, I don't know if you how can you not listen to the Man of Steel soundtrack and not feel emotion from it? So 
you know, I I grew up watching the old Christopher Reeve Superman and and loving it. And the emotions I felt were, yay, Superman. And this one, I felt the gambit of emotions, high lows. And um, it, it for me, I just think that with the visuals mixed with the acting, I just think it it resonated to me. And uh, so that side of me is boosted why I love it so much. And uh, it, it, I'm I'm a the kind of stories that I tell and, and projects I work on are grounded stories. Like if I'm going to do a horror film, it's got to if there's no supernatural elements, it's got to be based in, in grounded in some kind of reality. And I, I like the fact that, you know, there are some questions where, you know, he, yeah, should he have let the kids die? Yeah, maybe. Because we live in a world where, yeah, you might have, that might have been the best thing to do. And that's not easy to swallow. But that's the world we live in. It's full, full of these little decisions that, you know, who says they're right? Who says they're wrong? It's society. But then, you know, you know, the greater good, all, you know, that, that's kind of there too. But for me, I just love those kind of questions that, that were asked upon. And um, just the filmmaking side, I don't, you know, I think everything, you know, a lot of you guys made the same points and I was going to argue anyway. So uh, for me, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Uh, the, the Jesus thing, I, I, I expected it. It's all over you know, every, you know, all over his, his lineage throughout the years, 75, 80 years. Um, right. So that didn't really bother me. It stood out. You know, it was kind of in your face a little too much. But, you know, he he saw an arc everyone could relate to, and everyone knows that story, right? So he's going to put it on Superman. I get it. And, uh, like, for me, I thought the visuals were great. Uh, Michael Shannon, his acting. Uh, there, I don't really have – I know that there's flaws that I just oh, – I overlook just because um, – you know, they're just, I think for that, they're nitpicky. But if we're going to talk about the start, I don't think that Zach, I don't think he made this film. And I don't think that this was supposed to be the start of the DC universe. I think that Green Lantern bombed. They're like, okay, let's give Zach everything he needs. And he, and he did. He's like, okay, I don't really care about Superman, but I'll, I'll make a movie. Watch. And he did, and it was really good. And then BBS comes in, and they're like, whoa, 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 Zach. You're, we're not going to give you your full vision. And then here comes the hate train. Because he, if, if, Manis, if they would have just let him, if they said, okay, whatever the numbers were for Man of Steel, right, whatever the story is, and they go, okay, Zach, we're going to let you do the second one and leave him alone, we might not even be talking about it right now like this. And for me, I can, I can feel a tone shift. Throughout the entire, every single DC movie just doesn't feel right. It's, it just, I, it doesn't have any kind of continuity. You know they don't know what they're doing over there, clearly. And they, and you know, they threw him under the bus. Say what you want about the tone of Man of Steel, and I think he could have adjusted it along the way. But you, we don't know that because that's not the cut. That's not Zack Snyder's cut for Batman vs Superman, and it's not Justice League's cut. So. I don't know if everything that Isaac said could have been fixed or made um, or maybe could have been justified in, in whatever means maybe could have answered some of his questions. But I really do like guys, how they intercut the fight scene of the, uh, of the attack with, with Bruce running through Metropolis. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. I don't know any kind that of movie that did that yeah, before yeah, that. That was awesome. And so I really thought that that was a, a great little intercut. And I don't, you know, so 
you know, I get a little passionate. I just, I've been sitting on this and really wanting to talk about this film for a very long time with, with guys that get it or people that get it. So that's where I kind of stand from it. I don't, I don't know what it could have been or what the universe could have been like, because I don't think any of us do because it was just not, he wasn't allowed to fulfill his full vision. I think it was glimpsed there in BVS, but then it was fully taken away in justice league and man, of well, could have been, it, it could have been pushed up a little bit better or maybe he could have done, he could have done his own little Zack Snyder twist on where maybe it's not so dark anymore, but we don't know. We didn't, Warner Brothers freaked out and, and pulled stuff away from Zack and, didn't let him really give his full version. And, and unfortunately he was going for a realistic tone and we were getting it. And yeah, it was hard to stomach. And there are parts where it's like, Oh my God, you know, like there's no hope. It feels like it, but sometimes that's life. And maybe the hope comes later. Like the guy said in the movie, trust comes first, the trust part comes later or something like that. You know, you got to like, maybe, you know, if, 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 Warner Brothers would have let Zach do his thing. Maybe it wouldn't have been this thing where people hate it so much. And as far as the destruction goes, I didn't even think that wasn't. I never, when I first watched it, guys, I didn't even didn't even dawn on me. I don't know why it's such a big deal. To be completely honest with you, I think it's super petty and not a legit argument to hate a movie. Because I can, if you watched an '80s movie, Jesus, they. How many times the world blown up or Rambo shot up like half a village in South Africa or wherever, you know, and they want to talk about a few buildings in Metropolis and they were being evacuated by the way, but I just don't think that the, that's a legit argument to hate the film, but I'm sorry. I mean, go ahead. no, I mean, no, I was going to say, I think one of the biggest issues that Zach had was I remember as soon as man, like not as soon, but maybe a few months after Man of Steel came out, they were there were talks that we were going to be getting a Man of Steel two within like the next two years or something like that, and then I guess Zach went into a room and was like, "Hey, how dope would it be coming off of the Dark Knight Rises and the Dark Knight trilogy that we introduce Batman and Superman in the same universe?" And it was just That's like, not how "No, it that was that was definitely how it happened. It was supposed to be Man of Steel Warner 2. Brothers. No, the leading comic book action, the Batman was leading the box office. You're right." But Man of Steel 2 had nothing to do with, with Batman until the numbers came in for Superman. And they didn't break – they broke even, basically. And they needed a boost. So they the, – the studio thrusted Batman upon Zack Snyder. And he no, caused no, two no, no, movies no, no, no. and made Batman vs. Superman. Heck yeah. Zack – Zach said. Zach even said he wanted to do Batman. He wanted to. Oh do yeah, Batman. he wanted. He's I mean, always wanted. He to even do made it. He's even made it sound he like went, he wanted he, to do. He took his pitch. But you don't think that was forced? You watch that movie. You don't no. feel like that was forced? Like two movies no, kind of colliding watch, together, like tectonic plates. No, no. If you no. watch that movie, Those what, I think, what I think universe. happened was, if you watch that movie, what I think happened was his original cut came out. And then they were just like, all right, we kind of see what's going on over there. I don't really think that – I think we should cut it a little bit because I think if you ever let Zach have his way, he'd have all his movies be like almost three and a half hours long. I think there's a lot. I'm down. I don't. Oh, no, no, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. What I'm saying is Zach wanted to do Batman. He he really, really, really wanted to do Batman. I'd even say he wanted to do Batman a billion times more than he wanted to do Superman. 
So when it was greenlit that he could do Batman, it was like, all right, we're going to. Because remember, when they showcased. Right. But I just don't um, think. Remember when Henry Lennox came out? That's all. Like, I don't think Man of Steel was like, oh, yeah, put Batman. But the studio went, hey, you can have Batman. He went, oh, fuck. Batman? Oh, what am I going to do with Superman? I also think. Superman. Who cares? It wasn't. It wasn't just and that the studio switch. told him. The we studio told him dark. we would like you to world build, because remember, it wasn't just Batman. Wonder Woman was in BVS too for no reason whatsoever. So right. they told him, "Hey, you can world build." And when you tell Zach that, Zach's like, "All right, let me get out my pen and pad. Let me world build the hell out of this." And then he was like, "All right, how can I introduce Batman?" And then once he did that, it was just like, "All right, some of Wonder Woman." And again, I remember I got to see it a week before it came out because I went out and saw that trailer that was, like, not even really different than the trailer that was out. So I got free passes to go see it um, a week before it actually came out. The first time I saw that movie, I had absolutely no issues with it. None whatsoever. I'm not even going to lie to sound Are you kidding me? I had no Are you kidding me? The first screening, you didn't... Are you kidding me? You didn't know BBS was rough, man. No, that I had no bumpy. issues with that, that movie. That edit was choppy. That I could tell scenes were missing. Like that was hold on. that was I was confused as shit. Hold on, hold on. I was so, <laughs> I sorry. Finally, my bad. My bad. I my had bad. finally, <laughs> I had finally gotten a chance to see the Batman I had been dreaming of. I had always Are dreamt of having someone point? who was a perfect Bruce. And Batman. And they got Alfred. I mean, that's not to, to slam any of the past Alfreds that we've had. Because we've had some phenomenal Alfreds. But just someone who matched. Who just Maybe matched. We had who two. wasn't a butler. No, I'd say we might have had more. But that's a debate for a different day. I'd have to go back. Um, 60s, but someone who in matched, the 80s, 90s. Yeah, okay. Someone who matched ahead, Bruce right. Wayne. Who wasn't just someone who was going to bring him his tea and his dinner. Somebody who could just, who offered more. Uh, to, to being, like, kind of his sidekick. Um, but Finn just blew me away. He just completely blew me away from the second he entered that screen. He blew me completely away. I'm going to be completely yeah, honest with you. I was blinded. I was blinded by Batman. Like, <laughs> as soon as I left, I think the only thing I talked about was Batman. Um, I thought Gail Gadot did a serviceable job. Um, as Wonder Woman. She didn't do horrible. She didn't do great. She did exactly what Zach was trying to do, which was introduce her, which was fine. Um, I thought Lex was great because when I went into the movie, I went in with the mindset oh, of they kept saying, oh, nope, my hear, God. Me out. <laughs> hear me out. Oh, man. They kept saying that Lex, Lex Jr. wasn't the one that we knew. You want some Jolly Rancher? Right. No. If you read the comics of, Lex, of Lex's son, that's exactly how he acted in the comics. But he's not Sporadic supposed to be comics. Lex's son. I get it. What they were trying to say was this was the birth of the true Lex Luthor, which was fine. If you're saying he had to take shortcuts and corners to become the Lex that we know, I was fine with that. Jesse Eisenberg, what people keep forgetting, is a damn good actor. So it was like if you told me, hey, give I'm him not time, arguing he's going to grow yeah. into that. I had no issue because this is what I say to everyone who hated the casting and then the performance of Jesse Eisenberg. After seeing Justice League, do you still hate Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor? I surely do. No, man. I'm excited to see what he's about to do. So all I'm saying is Zach kept telling everyone, 
give it time. We're building a universe here, which means each character has to grow into themselves. So you saw Gal Gadot, Gadot's Wonder Woman grow into her solo, and I loved her in her solo. But if you told me before uh, BVS came out, would I believe that she would have her solo? I would go, you mean the chick who had one line in Fast and Furious? Absolutely not. So what Zach was trying to say was give everyone time. They're going to grow into exactly what you want them to be. And if you see Can Superman in Justice League, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Hmm. Um, I know you guys don't agree with him, but I'm actually going to say that I completely agree with Juwan about Ben. Um, Christian Bell was not that good. And I never thought he was that good. And I liked Ben. He was very good. I loved Ben. I liked his charisma. Didn't like his xenophobic writing tendencies, but that's something I'll overlook for now. I think he's the best one we've had, and I'm going to be sad because we're probably going to lose the guy. Yeah, we probably are, yeah, man. But I, that warehouse scene was... That was... Dude, he was makes me sad. That was... Come on, he was horrible. I do want to say this really quick, and now I'm going to go to you, Leo, um, for you to kind of give a rebuttal on the whole Ben situation, because we're kind of getting out of Man of Steel, but it's cool. We, we've already covered the bases on that. Um, yeah. What I did not like, and I want to stress this, Christian Bale is probably this one of this, this, one of this generation's best actors phenomenal actor. He, as an actor, didn't do bad in those movies. It was his portrayal as Batman that was almost always cringeworthy to me. His voice was I know. I did not like how slim he was. I did not like how slim he was. was, To me, he was too slim. Um, He was too slim, and I did not like Christopher Nolan's more grounded and realistic take to what he thought a Batman's martial arts skills would be. I thought was that dope. was horrible. He's Ledger was dope. Um, even though but I have my you didn't, you didn't about like Dapper the fighting Bale. style. Like I thought the fighting style was Christian pretty Bale's, unique compared Christian to what Bale's came Batman before fighting? that. No. Yeah. no. Oh well, no, 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 no. It was close quarter it's silly. Yeah. It was. It was. Hold it was on. Really tight fighting. Let's hear Chris out. Like, it's no. Chris, cool. if you're saying. Chris, if you're saying that the fighting style was Dude, better the than the Knight. Batman Sorry, that we had it. before then, I agree with you. But now that I've seen an actual Batman and how Batman should actually fight, I 100% am not a fan of what I saw from Christian Bale's uh, Batman as far as fighting. No, it's the complete, it didn't keep my attention. Christopher Nolan doesn't know how to, he doesn't really know how to stage a fight scene. He makes it shaky That's what I'm and saying. tight. Sucks to yeah, you're right. You're, I agree. Yeah, the warehouse scene is good. like, it, it better be oh that God, or something phenomenal. else. Or I'm not phenomenal, interested in Batman fighting anybody. And can, you're right. And can I can I go, uh, can I go? Uh, talk about that warehouse scene right quick? Like, yeah, wow. Yo. Uh, that was... That was breathtaking. I think I think that was really? like what real me and... I don't think I blinked. I don't think I blinked. I'm like, I'm not blinking. The I'm not blinking. Scene, that was the best shit I've ever seen. Like I, I, Not- I, I was literally like, in, in terms of a Batman film, that's the best I've ever seen. Like that is the most we've re-watch ever seen it. Batman. I still see things that, I missed. We huh? yeah. Still rewatch. Oh, yeah, it. I, I missed things. I, I rewatched it like several times, and I keep missing things I didn't see the first time I saw it. Like how he comes Absolutely, out from the man. wall, 
and it makes it look like he's coming down. Like it's it's the 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 just the way that it's shot. Like as a filmmaker, it's, oh my god, it's, it was just phenomenal. Like just as as much as lovely. as much as I love that warehouse scene, the fighting wasn't even what I enjoyed the most. But I enjoyed the most. No, no, no. It was Zach, the gadget. You. Well, no, no. It wasn't even that. I loved how Zach read The Dark Knight Returns and literally pulled the pages from the book and put them on screen. That is he right from the book. through the wall. That, enti- that entire KGB. scene yeah. is and right from the, the book. The guy yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Even, even the dialogue of the guy going, he says, I'll, I'll kill her. He, it, goes, he goes, I know. You. I and he goes, you. I believe you. That was, that, listen, if anyone, as much as I love Matt Reeves and what he did for Planet of the Apes, if there was one person that I'd want to just do the choreography for a Batman film, it would a thousand percent be Zack Snyder. Let Zack Snyder create the fight sequences for every Batman movie that, that is ever made from here on out. That guy just gets it when it comes to Batman. That's how you do Batman. The gadgets, how Batman, instead of just jumping right into it and trying to fight like Christopher like Nolan's Batman was. They made he Batman put, he was scary. fucking scary. He was scary right. and Good. he was gadget yeah. yeah, And he, he was, was gadget I was like, heavy. that Batman was like, I don't want to fight that fucker. I might fight Can you. I, yeah, he's on the roof in the shadows and shit. Right. He's up in the Can, wall like a fucking bat for real. Yeah, like, Christian Bale Can I like make a comparison? Like 140 soaking wet. Right. I'm Batman. Yeah, go ahead. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Um... A comparison I would like to make for our, for for Ben Affleck's Batman is what I was like. I was secretly hoping they'd show like close to a version of him. I never really thought they'd do it in film. I'm glad that they did. But do not tell me, don't you dare tell me that Ben Affleck's Batman ain't eerily reminiscent of Bruce Wayne from Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. Come on, that was. Awesome. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. If you yeah. look at that one shot, if you look at that one shot in BVS where he's talking to Clark and he smirks, and then you yeah. go to Batman the Animated Series, Ben Affleck literally looks like he was born to play Bruce Wayne. Literally. <laughs> he has the swagger of him. He has just that charisma of him. And then that smirk, <laughs> that billion-dollar smirk that he gives, is just, that is Bruce Wayne all day. Okay. No one who has ever played Bruce Wayne in live action has ever come close to being as accurate as Ben Affleck is. It, just as Bruce Wayne. We won't even get into Justice Batman. League. Just as Bruce Wayne. Justice League. Justice League. What the hell happened in Justice League? What Batman? Josh Whedon got a hold of. Great question. Zack Snyder. I mean, Josh Whedon gets a chance to finish Justice League. Like, that was we got to remember, blame. like, this was... You're gonna. This, but uh, he also looked fat. He was chubby. That was not the same BVS Ben Affleck Batman that I we all love. Right now, I agree. Dude. That's not the same. I agree. With so that. that guy doesn't exist anymore, guys. You can love it all you want, but he's not coming back. <laughs> that was done. over. It's gone. We're never gonna see that again. That sucks. No. Because we'll they didn't stick with it. Man. They didn't let Zach finish his shit because a bunch of fanboys lost their minds. This is also true. Yep. Them damn reshoots, man. Screw that shit right. up. Right, reshoot. That's right. why you need to stop listening to your fan base turns. and just do what you want. But, but whoa, whoa, I will say on. this. Guys, guys, yeah. Oh, my bad. Uh, no, um, ahead. Superman in uh, Superman and Justice League. Wow. Better. Um, Best when performance he came we back, 
the best performance we've had, period. Like, I would like, like, like to see a better Superman. I don't like the CGI. I don't like the CGI. Don't get me wrong. But if that's more of a Superman thing to do for him to fly in yes, you're and right. save the day. That is but definitely that. a Superman I got, We got Marvel for that shit, guys. We have Marvel for uh, that crap. I mean, if they want to expand the universe, you got to also uh, develop your characters. Superman naturally uh, will become more of a big He woke voice up scout. and he's like, hey, guys, I like everything. Yeah. Yay, Justin. So, I mean, no, I will say. Like Clark. I will say this. I will say this. That one scene where he goes, is this guy still bothering you? And then he comes in for, like, that vicious blow. That's Superman. That is Superman. Yeah. That is a – that up, that up is and down. Absolutely. That is Steppenwolf. Like, oh, no, it's a Kryptonian. I will say, I will say the one <laughs> issue I had was – the one issue I had was Superman in, in just the movie universe never actually was able to uh, kind of figure out exactly what his powers could do. So when he came back and then all of a sudden he has the freeze breath, I was just like, when did you learn that? You died. Like, yeah. You've been dead for this, this entire time. When did you learn that? You, you ever see like, that meme yeah. where everyone's yeah. slapping their forehead? You ever seen that? Where everyone's like slapping their forehead? Like when he blew that, yeah. thing, I was like, oh, shit. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, I mean, that was, that was I, I my biggest issue. out, guys. I'm like, no, God, this is a train wreck, and you guys are going to be pissed. Dang. Oh, Dang, I was that much, though? Like, I yes. thought it was good, Guess but what? Not. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't bother me that the bad. Opening, <laughs> no, the opening sequence, no, I dedicated my entire life to seeing these characters on screen, and I was hyped. You guys have no idea how much of a band, I was so hyped. But then, when it, when when the scene, when they're, you know, with the opening scene, everybody knows, when you know, they're playing the credits, that's obviously Zack Snyder's credits. And it says sorry right. or something like we tried. I'm like, uh oh, yeah, oh, I think that someone's was that, trying to tell us something. Thing. And in the back yeah. of my head, I could never let that go. And then it, it, the second you see Batman on the roof, I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, this is not it. This is not going to be great. No way. I knew from the beginning it was just going to be. Mm-mm. Well, first um, of all, no one's anytime, more disappointed than me, man. Anytime you, no you pull, anytime you pull from the new Fifty Two. I, I'm going to hate anything you do. I hate the new 52. So that scene was ripped yep. right from uh, Justice League War, and I hate everything about the new 52. So I was just like, oh, Yeah, man, I'm not no, a big fan of Zach. the new 52 either. I was like, Zach, like you're doing so well. Right. right. This wasn't Zach, yeah. though. I don't blame him for that. And, I blame and I was Warner like, Brothers. And I was Josh like, how Lee dare Josh. you? Yes, how I blame dare Josh. you take the scene from Justice League War where Batman is confronting the um, – uh, with uh, the Parademon, and mm-hmm. you know you don't have Green Lantern yet. And that was possibly some of the most hilarious uh, scenes of Justice League War, where he goes, please don't tell me you're you're just a guy. Like, you're just a guy in a cave. Yeah. And he I turns around and smiles. It, <laughs> he takes his ring, and he goes, how'd you do that? And he goes, he goes you weren't concentrating. Like, that, some of the, that would have been great to see on the big screen. And it's ruined. Like, we now can't – well, let me not say we can't see it, but who knows if we still will have Ben Affleck the time we actually have Green Lantern movies. Uh, I don't think no, so. Probably not. But yeah. I'm wondering if – I mean, Tom Cruise, do you guys think he's going to be a Green Lantern? What is everybody's oh thoughts on that? <laughs> he's like if, about if Tom seven Cruise, years old. If Tom Cruise is Green Lantern – 
if he's Green Lantern, I only accept that if what they're trying to do is have it to where Hal stays in outer space and Jon Stewart is the one that joins the Justice League. If that's what they're doing, then I'm fine. So if you're telling me I only see Tom Cruise as Hal Jordan maybe once every two or three years, like when they do Green Lantern solos, I'm fine with that. But it has to be that it's being led by Jon Stewart when Jon Stewart's the one that joins the Justice League. If that's what you're telling me, then I am a thousand percent okay with it and bring it on. Because think that's about not, it, the guy that's was not in how Top they're Gun. Do it. The guy was I, no, no, no. They, they said Stewart that the original draft, the original draft was to have Hal Jordan be this older guy and have um, John Stewart be the young guy, the new kind of like the new recruit, um, and he would be the one that they placed in the Justice League. Um, but don't they have to they establish him as a Lantern that. first? He's just going to show up and be like, "Hi, I'm." The Green Lantern. No, no. Where what they're going to do is the original draft was the original draft was um, you had it to where John was young, but he had already been a Lantern, and it was the destruction of kind of like I believe of Oa, and it was Hal and him trying to rebuild everything while trying to fend, uh, fend off. Uh, I think it was Atrocitus. So the original draft was Atrocitus was just wreaking havoc on the Lanterns. And he completely destroyed Oa. So it was Hal and John trying to rebuild it while trying to defeat Atrocitus. That was the original draft. So it was going to have Hal be older, John Stewart be young. Not, not young like, okay, now you have to show his backstory. Young as in he's just incredibly younger than Hal Jordan. And I was fine with the original idea of that. Um, but then they scrapped it. And, but they said they're still going with the idea of having Hal be older and John be younger. But the idea of John possibly being the one that joins the Justice League. Yes, please, please, man. Like, well, I'm not against that. If any Lantern, I want that. You know, I mean, that's just, I love I that like Justice John League Stewart. animated. I like so I, I'm definitely looking forward to John Stewart having a major role in the DCEU as a whole. The only issue I had when they said they wanted to make John Stewart young, I was just like, well, there goes the Idris Elba or Mahershala Ali uh, fan cast. Can't yeah, do man, Idris Elba would have been dope, but I would like to see him at Bond. Yeah, he, yeah, he deserves. Like, I would love to see him as Bond, dude. Like, we need a. It would be dope to see a black Bond, and I'm like, shit. If anybody make Heck it yeah. the British black dude, like you know, yeah, the Bond I'm on for it. it. Even... I think I think he's got the charisma. I think he's got the swag. I think he's got the acting chops. He's British. Go for it. Why not? Yeah, Why not? The book, even though I, he's I'm not still, even referenced by race. I'm still, no, I'm still a firm believer. And I, it's I, the I 007 think mark. Probably, he could be anybody. James Bond is just a code name. Well, what I was going to say real. is... He could uh, be anybody. I might be outdated with this mindset, but to me, people who are saying they want 007 to be like African-American or a woman, to me, I personally always, I'll always be of this belief instead of changing a race of a character that has been a particular race for generations, why not just make an entirely new character? I've always been of that belief. Just make a new character or just make, make a new franchise that is kind of like a 007, um, but it, it's different. You know, it's different, and you're making that franchise be something that has an African-American lead um, that you could span for, for maybe possibly generations. I'm always of the cloth of, instead of 
just changing things just for just because it's like, well, well, why not? Well, why not just be new and create something of your own? Like, create your own kind of James Bond that you can then yeah. make special I that can totally be in competition of James Bond. I, I've yeah. always been of that clause. That's just been my mindset because I, I loved when, when Salt came out because I was just like, this is something you could build to make to be like a female kind of assassin kind of thing that Angelina Jolie can just take and run away with. And then the studios was like, ha, yeah, we're, we're only making one. And I was just like, oh, man, that sucks. Um, but, yeah, you know, to me, it's just like create new things. I loved Wanted. That was new. No one was doing things like Wanted. Keep creating new things like that. I just rewatched Wanted. God, I love that movie so much. I love James McAvoy. Uh, I do too, but him trying to be American accent at that age when he was young like that, just ugh, bad. It worked. Anyway. It worked because I loved it. Uh, I at loved the time, it. It yeah, but now I don't think it holds up. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, I don't disagree Isaac. with that. But yes, the moral of our story is, Isaac, we hope you listened to what we said about Man Steel. We definitely heard you. Um, we hope you heard what we were saying, and maybe next time you come across Man of Steel, maybe, just maybe, you might have a different view on it. Is that possible? <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'm definitely keeping what y'all said in mind. Um, you guys do kind of get me to see uh, new things about it, especially uh, the bit about kind of um, pretty much asking him in the span of like an hour, but like, here's all this stuff about your heritage, and now go be responsible for every life in the planet. Yeah, <laughs> right. I got that. Right, yeah. So I do plan to revisit Man of Steel quite soon. Uh, I just haven't had the time this week or last week. But um, no, I'll revisit Man of Steel. And you know what? If I die, if I find, if I come back and I find something different that I missed, you guys will be the first to know about it. Come over Absolutely. and watch it, bro. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. you guys. Actually, I will say, Leo. One thing that I've been talking to um, Joel about doing is actual movie breakdowns. So if you didn't want to have to, like, sit through the whole movie and, like, record that video or whatever, just take, like, key parts of it and then just kind of, like, do a movie breakdown. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah, so, you know, I'd like for everyone to kind of do it in pairs. So I'd have, like, Dane and Nick do one since they're they're together. You and Isaac can do one. Chris, if you have, like, a movie buddy uh, that's, like, really into it as much as you are. You two can do it. Me and Joel at some point will do it. Um, so just stuff like that I definitely would like us to uh, to get into. Because, I mean, I feel as though people kind of want to – they kind of want to hear people breaking movies down so they can understand stuff that they, that they didn't really get. Like, I just saw Deadpool 2 with my mom and my aunt, and I was in tears when he kind of blew Ryan Reynolds' brains out. Uh, he had the Green Lantern script. Oh, my um, God. Yes. And they didn't – they didn't understand why that was so hilarious. So I had to break it down to them, and then I had to explain the, um, the X-Men Origins uh, kind of scene also. A lot of people just like for people to break things down so they don't have to, like, read through something or go rewatch it. They can just listen to it and go, oh, okay, that's what, that's what the big thing was about or whatever. So um, we definitely should get into that, but I do have an idea of what we can do, uh, what we can go geeks against the grain about next week. I heard Chris sound pretty passionate about not liking Rogue One, and I yeah, kind of feel like Rogue yeah. One. Rogue One was oh my God. a phenomenal, great movie. Oh, yeah, I what a Chris. 
I Chris, read it like Zach hates Man of Steel. I'm just going to say Isaac. I'm sorry. I'm not. Isaac, I did I you hate Rogue One? Um, no. Uh, mostly because okay. I haven't <laughs> I haven't seen Rogue One. So. Oh, oh my you got to watch it. I don't hate it. I didn't mean to. It's on my list, okay? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, dog. It's on Netflix. Oh, you're right. Well, I should stop. I should stop watching Mindhunter for a minute then. Have you guys seen Mindhunter? It's good. I have not. But I'll I'll definitely check it out. Is it good? It's actually very good so far um, if you like serial killers. Uh, Also, I just have one (laughs) more question for all of you. Um, Yeah. Just so we can end this discussion once and for all, y'all do know that Superman could beat Goku's ass, though, right? I completely agree. Yeah. Oh, Here's man. The thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Really, really yeah. quick, because you open up a bag of worms, a can of worms, I'm sorry. <laughs> what people forget is worms? that topic, because I don't, I don't buy the... into that shit. No, no, <laughs> Leo. Actually, oh. Leo, if you want, if you want. We could take a break from top ten and have this be a topic for tomorrow, if you wanted, Leo. Oh, man. I could Goku go on for Superman. Oh, absolutely. I would love, I would love to do this, but there is nothing more. There is nothing less I want to do than legitimately debate two hours worth of can a Mary Sue kill another Mary Sue? Mary Sue, so, no. yeah. Cause the yeah, they're, they're both Mary Sue's, and you know it. So, <laughs> is there a point? Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. I will say the biggest thing. The biggest thing before we'll we start uh, a Twitter wrap up debate the show. about that. We could definitely do that. The biggest thing that a lot of people forget about Goku when they're doing this debate is he has actual limits. Superman, when he was created, no. had no limit. Goku does have limits. Goku has no I mean, limits. Are you kidding instant, me? Are you instant, telling me that Ultra Instinct has limits? Come on. Dude. You guys are going to get hit. Time out. When he used the K.O. Kai, you're telling me that he could... When he used the K.O. Kai or Kaioken, whatever, you're telling me there wasn't a point where he kept saying, my body is going to break if I continue this? That's called a limit. Because yeah, he, he was an ignorant little shit who didn't know the extent of his own power. And now, now he right. has now, power he has every, every time he needs to beat somebody. He's a god yeah, now. He I mean, he, he's a sinister to die for. He's beyond that. Let's beyond not With Ultra Instinct. Let's not forget this. In the years of Superman's creation, I feel like every decade that he's existed, they've created a new thing that Superman can do. The guy can reverse time. <laughs> He can reverse time, and you're telling me Goku can kill him. Are you serious? He can reverse time. Yay, dude. That right there is the ultimate neutralizer. That's like saying, oh, hey, I killed Flash. Really? Then why do I see him, like, right over there? I definitely shot him, like, 20 minutes ago. Yeah, he probably, before he died, kind of went back in time and stopped you from doing it. So, like, I mean, anytime you have that ability... Anytime you have that ability, I don't feel as though you're someone that can be killed. He literally flew around the planet and then reversed the, the actual time. That is oh, insane. Yeah, yeah, no. for, for all fairness, if that wouldn't do anything but kill everybody on the planet, around. by the way. <laughs> if he doesn't even no, get Goku a chance could, to fly absolutely. around the planet, come on now. Okay, so much destruction, it would not even be funny. 
Can I say something here? You guys are just neglecting the most important thing of them all. Superman might be able to escape death, but he sure as shit can't negate it. But guess who negates death every single time somebody Goku, needs baby. their and somebody needs help? Huh? Goku, huh? Goku, Goku literally dies and comes back. Be Goku dead and, and do much more damage than Sue. And let's yeah. not forget that if he got a hold of some kryptonite, it's over for Superman. Now, oh, it's yeah, oh, like, done. A lot of people want to say a lot of people want to they say that Goku. Oh God, we really well, no, could, on, we really could argue this for two hours. Oh my God! <laughs> but Goku wouldn't use evil. the kryptonite. Though. He's too prideful. He he wouldn't use the kryptonite. He would figure oh, that that's an advantage, and he doesn't like an advantage. I think actually he's right about that. Scenario. He would be. Uh, yeah, but he would right. he would right. he would defend that. He want to have him be like, I want you at your best. I want to fight you at your best. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. When you're Frieza right. came back, when Frieza came back, Goku legit stood there as Frieza powered up. Legit <laughs> just stood there yeah. and watched Frieza yep. power up. So you're telling me Goku right. would now change his mind and go get Kryptonite to use it as an advantage? No, he would want That's Superman right, yeah. at. You know what? You know what's crazy? He would He's never fought anybody to... like Superman before. He's gonna yes, he has. He's gonna kick him into the atmosphere. Mm, no, no, he's scary, He's fought someone he, like he, Superman. He... All right, he killed Doomsday. Come on. Oh, well, Doomsday! Like Doomsday that's such a back door. Time out. He killed Doomsday through a back door, though. Like he lobotomized him. Like that was possibly yeah. one of the most like crooked ways to take out someone that powerful. And that's dumb. That's the equivalent right. of, like, when you see Bane versus Batman, and it's like, oh, all I have to do is just, like, take my batterings and cut his cut his veins, and now he's done. It's, that's so stupid. That's a waste of a huge villain like that. That's, that's why I love what they did with Bane and, and like, Dark Knight Rises. Absolutely. Okay. But let us wrap this all up, right. guys. We Good do point. have top ten tomorrow. We will decide on exactly what the topics will be. We might have to change it. Uh, but we will let you guys know before we actually do the show. But stay tuned for Top 10. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to me, Chris, Isaac, and Leo on our first episode of Geeks Against the Grain. As you can see, we not only go against the grain, but we go off topic. But that's what geeks yeah. do when we all get together and we are really passionate. Um, but stay tuned, guys. We have a lot of stuff coming your way. Um, and this we're, we're actually in June. So... I can safely say we have so many interviews coming in this coming month, um, actually in the next few weeks. So stay tuned for them. It's going to awesome. be super dope. Um, and, guys, like I said, we will, we will be on live again tomorrow, and Geek Vibes Live will be Sunday. So much news to just discuss. So much news. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say on the way out, or are we good? Well, let's do World great, guys. Next. I had fun. Yeah, uh, go listen to the new Kanye West album or something. I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no. I've listened to it Fire. at least like eight times. Um, yeah, I like so it. I will say this. I will say this, guys. We do have two concepts for two new shows coming. One is a fan cast show. Um, I'll have Dane explain more about that um, this Sunday. And we have War of the Nerds. So stay tuned for that. That is going to be huge and epic. It will be Geek Vibes Nation and all of its members um, kind of spread out 
in a one-on-one battle over the course of, of the next few months. Um, I'll break it up to see who will represent Geek Vibes uh, um, in, in the starting two months that we're going to be kicking this off as. But we're going to be taking on other geek groups. So we are going oh, to show the world that Geek Vibes Nation is the best geek-oriented group out there. So we will have a chance to flex our geek muscles in the next couple of weeks to months. So stay tuned for War of the Nerds. That's going to be epic on so many levels. Um, but thank you guys again oh, for listening cool. to Geeks Against the Grain. And, Chris, I'm sorry, did you have something to add? I didn't mean to cut you off. No. No, I was just – that was interesting. I thought that was really cool that you're putting that together. I'm excited for that. Absolutely. I'm trying to take out Collider, so that's the plan. We're trying to become the new Collider. Uh, Shout-out to Collider. I got one more little thing. Shout-out, by the way. Yeah, go ahead, Isaac. <laughs> um, just for some homie love, because he's been really, really trying out. Y'all should really go check out Chris's uh, two side reviews. I watch them every time I get the opportunity. He's a super dope content creator. And uh, go check out his YouTube channel, man. Two side reviews are dope. Thank Absolutely. you. I appreciate that, and man. That really means if a you lot. Want a, if you want a link to be able to, to click on to subscribe and like and comment on his, on his videos, I will have Kanan post those on Twitter so we can get um, his subscribers up and like uh, Isaac just said, he makes dope videos. You are missing out, truly. Um, so make sure you go check that out. And like I said, guys, we are trying to become the new Collider. Shout out to Collider, though, for giving us a shout out. Um, that was pretty oh, dope, cool. but you're our competition. So look out, because we're coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we will speak to you guys tomorrow night on an all-new episode of Top Ten. See you then. Okay. Um, that was in the news, and we're listening to Geek Five Nation. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 